you joined us for the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, and we're so glad you're here today. Let's hear it. Thank you very much. Well, all right, then. Let's settle down there. Now, we're talking about the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you're with us today. We're going to be talking about why does my roof leak after winter storms? Many of you are wondering about that, uh, especially if you live in the Memphis Mid-South area where we just had yet another winter storm and we all know what that means don't we that means leak city all right so let's answer that question why does my roof leak after winter storms all right now let me i've never seen your roof all right and you may live in uh, mexico city for all i know and you don't have a big issue with winter storms there probably but if you live in the United States, uh, not Hawaii, I would assume, but most places in the United States have winter storms. I've not seen your roof, but I'm going to go out on a limb here because I've got the saw. Usually, if a roof has not been leaking in heavy rain, that is, your roof is fine, you know, during the rest of the year, no leaking, then the leaks after a winter storm are caused probably by what are called ice dams. Ice dams, and those form in gutters and around uh, sidewalls, flat roofs, valleys, and probably other places I haven't thought of as well. Anywhere it can form and begin to freeze that creates, if you think about it like this, like if you, you have a free-flowing river running down your roof from rain at any time of the year, as long as it can run down the roof and run off or run into a gutter, not a big deal, right? But if you start building Hoover Dam across that free-flowing water, where you have ice forming in the gutters and the water can't drain off the house, then just like the Hoover Dam, behind it is a massive reservoir, right? The same thing happens on your roof. And I think that we've been able to include a diagram with this episode. Uh, hopefully, we were able to do that and that worked out. And if you could see that diagram, it'll make perfect sense because the, the uh, bottom side of the ice, of course, is facing the roof, and on average, that's going to be warmer below the ice than it is above the ice. So guess which part melts first? <laughs> the part below the ice, because the, the, uh, the melting on top of the ice is kept frozen by the temperatures and the wind and all that. But under the ice, even if you can't see it, that thawing is starting to happen. And normally, it would run right off the roof. But you have, as I said, Hoover Dam has started forming from ice at the bottom of your valleys, along sidewalls, on flat roofs, but especially in the gutter system around your home if you have gutters. What this does is it causes a lake, a pond, a reservoir 
of melted water to begin to form under the eyes. So I can't see it. <laughs> it's under the eyes. And guess what? Water, as it builds up, will find a way in. Think of it this way. It's like having, like your gutters are a bathtub, right? And you've got the stopper in the tub. And the water is running full force. You know what's going to happen eventually to that bathtub. It's going to overflow when the water rises higher than the tub and then begins to spill over the top. It's the very same idea. All right, probably you, you even if you can't see the diagram, probably you're understanding, okay, that makes sense. I don't like it, but it makes sense. Well, I don't like it either, but I'm just telling you what's going on. Now, what are the solutions? I wish that I could tell you that there was a simple solution that would work for every roof. And I've heard a bunch of them. But also in the last few months to a year, I can't remember when, I heard this concept. And it's not just about roofing. It's about life in general, everything in life. Now listen carefully. There are no solutions, only trade-offs. <laughs> Think about that. There are no solutions, only trade-offs. If I do this, it solves this problem, but then that creates this other problem. And that's what we're talking about there. Right about now, many of you are saying, man, if I could just live in a cave and be done with all of these problems. You know what? Even caves have leaks. You ever heard of Ruby Falls? And that may be what you feel like your roof is like right now. And winter storms have caused leaking into the interior of your home. I understand what that feels like. But even caves, if you could live in one, even they have leaks. Now, here are some of the solutions I've heard of. And I guess to one degree or another, maybe they would help. I'm not, in, I'm not saying go out and do these things. Some of them I definitely don't think you should do. But I've heard some of these. I've heard of people raking ice and snow off a roof. So I guess that could be done. You know, that might work. That might help the ice not to form as easily or not stay there as long. But think about this. The trade-off is if you're using a rake or even a broom, that can begin to brush granules off your shingles and you could be damaging the uh, finish of your shingles. Now, here's another thing that could happen if you do that. You could slip and fall. This, this one thing right here is probably the favorite of slip and fall attorneys because if you go out in a cold weather environment, everything's frozen, you can hardly move, it's so cold, there's water and moisture everywhere on the ladder, on the gutters, on the sidewalk, somebody is probably going to get hurt. But I can see how if you could do it safely, it, it might help. But I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. I have even heard of people using a, like a, a welding torch. <laughs> I do not advise this. But I've even heard of people doing that. Um, just a, a little torch. Not, maybe not a welding torch, but like a small welding torch. Not something you would use in a, a garage or something like that. But... Um, I, I've 
heard of that, and I could see where that would help the ice melt. But you know what? Just more is going to come. I mean, if the storm isn't over, it's just going to keep coming and forming. And what if your house catches on fire? Oh, Ed, that could never happen. Ah, there you go again. <laughs> Anything that can happen could happen, and it's probably going to happen to you. So don't do that. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I even heard the idea of using pool shock. You know, the, um, the solution that you put in a swimming pool to reduce algae growth and, and keep it clean? Using pool shock. Now, I don't know what the, what the formulation of that is. You know, 50-50 that and water. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, I've heard of doing that. But, you know, I don't know what that might do to asphalt. It's a chemical, right? Does it have some long-term effect on the asphalt shingles that you have on your roof? Well, that's easy, Ed. My roof's not asphalt, it's metal. What, what will it do to the finish on the metal? I don't know, and you don't know either. What will it do as it runs off to the paint on your home? What about the aluminum gutters you may have, or the gutter covers? Is it going to make some weird reaction that stains them forever? I don't know. And like I said, neither do you. So I, I don't I don't think that would be a good one. You'd have to do a lot more research before we start putting that on your house, all right? Here's something that could work, but even it will have a trade-off associated with it. Installing higher flashings, that's the like metal around a chimney, um metal on sidewalls, you know, if it's six inches, make it eight, you know, whatever, you know, just whatever level it's at, raise it so water has to go higher to get in. Uh, or And in, in combination with that, different types of impermeable adhesive barriers installed under the shingles and up sidewalls and all of this kind of stuff. All right, even if you do that, here's the here's trade-off or the problem. How high? <laughs> How high is enough? What's going to be truly safe? Well, it depends on the storm. If you have the storm of the century hit your house, it's not going to do any good. It's going to go higher than whatever you install. And there's a limit to how high you could take that anyway. I mean, it's got to be installed on something, right? So, I mean, there are physical limitations of that. I guess it could help. Uh, maybe doing a double layer or, or a double uh, course, rather, of ice and water barrier on the eaves, especially, or maybe even the rakes. That could help. Is it absolutely foolproof? Nope, because water is persistent, and water will find a way to get in. Uh, I've even heard of removing the gutters. Now, that makes a lot of sense. If the ice or if the water can run off of the roof before it turns into ice, you know, it's not collecting in the gutters, right? Well, that would mean you remove the gutters so the water can do that. But it still could freeze at some point, like lower parts of the valleys and that, that kind of thing, and sidewalls. But I could see where that could help. But here goes the trade-off thing again. The whole point of a gutter system properly installed with underground drainage leading away from the house is to protect the foundation of your home. If you have a pond building 
on the on the sides of your home, the front and back of your home from water that's collecting there, that can create other issues like a perfect environment for termites or wood rot or even to damage the foundation. So that's not even something that's always going to be a good thing. Even heard of a heating element being installed in gutters to uh, somehow, you know, I guess a plumber and electrician could get together on this and figure out a way to do it, but somehow keep that water warm enough there where it doesn't turn into ice in the gutters. You know, I don't know, that just seems like somebody's going to get electrocuted or something. That doesn't sound good to me. It just doesn't seem like it would be practical if you have a major winter storm in your area. So as I said, the idea that there are no solutions, only trade-offs, it's sounding like that's pretty spot on for this particular topic. Listen, roofs of all types, whether they're asphalt shingle roofs, shake roofs, or tile roofs, or even, you know, metal roofs, flat roofs, all roofs have scores to hundreds to thousands of openings at vents and transitions and sidewalls, the nail penetrations, like if it's an asphalt shingle roof, I mean, they're nailed on. There's, there's holes in that roof all over the place. And if water builds up, trust me, it will often find its way in an opening. There's holes in louvers and uh, gable vents and all of that. So, I mean... It's, it feels like you're fighting a losing battle if your home is roof is so designed where it, it lends easily to ice dams, and this happens every year. Well, listen, I think for most people and most roofs, ice dams are, you know, the leaks they cause, they're, they're just a fact of life. The good news is, they only happen in the winter. We don't have to worry about them in spring, summer, and fall, right? Only in the winter. That's three months out of the year in normal parts of our country. Some of you other folks seem to have five or six months of winter. But it's only in the winter. And thankfully, in most parts of the country, it's not every winter. Now, some of you live in Minnesota, you know, well, okay, I get it. If you live in Wisconsin or Minnesota, you deal with this all the time. Is this a fact of life? You're not going to solve it. But for for other parts of our country and other parts of the world in different climates, it's only in the winter, and it's not every winter, so you may just have to learn to live with it if there's not a way to solve it that doesn't create another problem in another direction. Now, right about now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking like, wow, Pastor Ed, uh, I am a pastor also. Wow, Ed, that's amazing. You didn't help me at all. You made me feel worse. I understand. (laughs) I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, Just to have a lot of kills, that's that's the product that will cover up stains on the interior and repaint the ceiling every year at the end of the winter storm season. That's my best advice for you on that. Well, anyway, I hope this has been helpful. If you need an expert roof inspection, I want you to call me if you live in the Memphis Mid-South area. Ed Hill, Senior Consultant, 
with Masters Roofing Memphis. We'll get out there and inspect the roof. Not so much for ice dams. We kind of know what's going on there, but you know, we could look and see, is there something that might work in your situation? But if you just want an overall roof inspection, call me at 901-273-6594. 901-273-6594. Ask for Ed Hill with Masters Roofing Memphis. Hey, thanks for listening. Share this with a friend. You may help them feel better, even though they feel bad about ice dam. Thank you. Have a great day, and I hope you don't suffer as much from ice dams.